0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: All I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things is sunday, pure, like a cup of virgin blood, Mix with 151, one sip, will make a nigga flip, writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who so I'm going to this hood politics acknowledging, leave bodies chopped up in garbage seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one one knee, I duck, Could it be my time is up? with my love. I got up. The cop shot again. Bust stop glass burst. A fiend drops a Heineken. Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back. Fuck getting hit. This is my hood. I'm a rat to the death of it. To everybody, come on. Little niggas is grown. Look, rats, don't abortion your wound We need more warriors soon. sit from the star, sun and the moon. And it's like a police station. street sweepers and coppers. Sick of kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die. 9,000,
2: this is what 9's about, niggas, it's time to yeah, stand. Yo, all I need is one mic, One mic. need is one mic, all I need is one mic. Man, well, cool soon, wake up, clean up, king up, queen up, and stand up. It's your brother, Yang and Krumah, man, coming at you again on uh, uh, another Tuesday. Let's talk about it. Oh. Wait a minute, I thought we was bringing our, our sister in, but she, she'll come right back in. Coming to you again on another uh, Tuesday, let's talk about it with Shaka Makeda and your brother Yanga. And this Tuesday, man, this is just a straight-up review. I was hollering at Shaka, and I was like, what's the show about? And he said he talked to Makeda, and everybody just agreed. Straight-up review. Sometimes you just have to go back over things you've talked about. You know, there may be uh, – Later developments, we may uh, uncover different facts, or we may have just outright changed our opinions on some things. You know, let's talk about some of the hot topics that's going down. You know, election twenty twenty is one of them. That is the biggest thing that's going on, and for me, not just so much the candidates. You know, that's just that's common sensationalism. That's common folly. Everybody knows that President Trump is doing his thing, and he's funny. Ha, Ha ha. Seriously funny, like dangerously funny, and also laughably funny. He has been very, he has been very comedic. You know what I'm saying? Just to watch through the years. Then we know the same thing with Biden. So we know on that level. But I think for me, what I'd like to eventually touch on, if we go in that area, is what's funny to me is our reaction to politics. You know what I'm saying? And not just our reaction to politics, but our ability to either uh, be progressive. Uh, participatory, non-participatory, but, you know, what does that look like for us or whatever. I mean, I don't think we really uh, uh, look at that, the effects of that. You know, every election, yeah I see the same thing. People, oh, don't vote or do vote or whatever. But I don't think we ever really, after the hype and the hoopla dies down, I don't think that there is ever really uh, any information put out there of the effectiveness, either or. Either or, I think a lot of it is just sensationalism and what we as black people do best, react, hoop and holler. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. That's necessary. In fact, it's just a natural reaction to any pain, Stubbed toe, something happens to you. Yes, naturally, that's the response. So I have no problem with ho- hooping and hollering. You know, I think the problem that we have with the hooping and hollering, though, is if you stub your toe and you hoop and holler and you don't remove the obstacle you stubbed it on or you don't take a different path, damn. Shaka, Wakusu, big brother, what's going on, man?
3: Hey, Wakusu, what's going on? Happy to be here once again. Made it through another week of being black.
0: (laughs) Being black in America.
2: (laughs) Real talk. Okay. (laughs) That's always a challenge. Real spit. That's yes, always a challenge. Yeah. We're going to give a few minutes. Watch on. Sister McKay to come in and join us. But until then, man, I was just telling them about, you know, how I spoke to you a little earlier and how we were just going to do, man, the show and a review and how you, sometimes you got to go back, you know, look some things over. You may have changed your mind, different opinion, may still be on the same thing. Correct. And Correct. talking about Correct. what's current now. And I was just talking about, we know the hot topic is the election.
3: Uh, and, and, right. and not just
2: the obvious uh, stand-up that, you know, not just the obvious buffoonery show that we're getting out of both of the candidates. Uh, you know, we can talk about that, how both of them, I feel like, are funny. But the effect of participating or not participating in the community. Like I was saying um, a little earlier at the top of the show, I was saying that, you know, during election season, it, it's always hype about the candidates. It's always vote or don't vote. But after it dies right. down, we don't really study the effects of us voting or not voting. I don't think right. we even talk about it anymore.
3: We're, we're not know, even sure if if, if if voting made a difference or if the fact that we not voted made a difference. We don't. We don't. Exactly. Right, we don't go back and study that.
2: Right. I agree. What is that? You know, what is that? It's just. A, I think. You know, I think just a lot of spirit.
3: that is fear. A lot of it's fear. We we vote out of fear. You know, we we just feel like. We have no other options, so we must vote. But you're not really convinced. I think people that vote are not even really convinced that their voting does anything, but they feel like it's the only thing I can do, so at least let me do that.
2: Right. Right. I, you know what? I would agree with that so much. You know what I say, though, about voting? Here's my thing, what I say. You know, people say, oh, Yang, are you talking about this voting? Okay, listen, I have to do this every time I talk about voting. Brief description between the revolution And reformists I don't believe voting is the final solution For the destiny of black people here in America I hope this understood. understood Here's what I say about voting Voting it, Even if it does Or doesn't Benefit in some electoral process It gives you A voice It's a, yes. it's a semi-consensus It's a way for them To get the polls of a population or a demographic in their community whether it has any electoral exactly. power or not It's what you're saying. These are issues with America. Correct. You know what I'm saying? You have to you know, one of the things about revolution everybody all oh, revolution revolution what type of revolution? There is no revolution without a political objective Brothers Correct. sisters. what y'all talking about is just a fight y'all niggas ready to fight <laughs> so y'all just want fighting to fight until we ain't fighting no more.
0: <laughs> you yeah. so, know,
2: gotta have a political Correct. objective. So like, what, that what is boy? at the very you
3: know, exactly. Talk to me. No, I was saying exactly. You, you're right. I'm laughing because where you put it, hmm. but you're absolutely right. People just want to fight.
2: Yeah, yeah. They just, you know, they just want to fight. There go our sister. Let's bring in. I think it's. Uh oh. I don't have my spectacles They're open up a lot too early. <laughs> I thought, let me put my glasses on. I'm dating myself. But whoever, man, hey, welcome to the show. You know, you listen to Let's Talk About It. That's what we do. That's why your mics open up. Oh, they dropped off. I opened them too early. Let me get my glasses shot because I don't make do the mistakes.
3: <laughs> yeah. You were saying the voting show, as uh, far as people doing it. Right, right,
2: right, so, um, you know it's just a way to it's a way to ex, ex- express push your your voice out there, because before revolution, you have to have grievances. Mm-hmm. You have to have grievances, and understanding a real revolution by expressing your grievances, see so we have to stop thinking just of national revolution. Yes, we're black nationalists, but we our prayers is that be translated into international recognition and action for the crimes being perpetrated against black people here in America. That's what the revolution ain't like. Y'all just want to fight the fight the fight. We got political objectives. Hey, we want the world to look at and eventually step in and say, hey, y'all can't do them like that. You know, that's, that's the – so there's political objectives. And, and what's happening now, we have none. And I think I don't care about your participation – In the so-called politics now What I do care about Is your awareness And information about it I was talking to, man I'm going to tell you this In my conclusion, man I was talking to one of my um, African brothers, man One time And he shared something with me That was dead on spot on I had to be real He said, man Black Americans The African here in America From America Indigenous to America You know He said That African We're the most Internationally Politically ignorant Africans <laughs> in the world and I would have liked to argue that but the fact the brother could have told me that statement in six languages made me kind of humble you feel what I'm saying right it right what in the point to argue that <laughs> this brother here speaks right, German right. French Spanish Italian, you know and and I'm flunking English you know what I'm saying all right bro, and so fine. It, it We have to be so, and he said that, and I didn't take it as an intel person, wasn't well, little pride was injured because I'm black, you know, I'm new yeah, African, right. man. I'm African, I'm an African indigenous to the mm-hmm. American experience type thing. You know, all the ways we explain being a Negro, right, black, right. colored, mulatto, whatever. Um, so, but the truth of the matter played out. And when that truth of the matter hit me, it, I seen the importance of it because when you don't see yourself, not just nationally, but when you don't see how the international world looks at you You will never get out of the rut This is what we call that imperialism Imperialism is the highest form of capitalism This is what we're calling that When you can't even see your your position In this so-called country you live in now And you, you, you really in, you're in trouble already But when you don't know how internationally you're looked at pff, You can forget about it Kusu, What's up?
4: We're closer, brothers. How are you? <laughs>
3: hey, what's we going on? There you go. There you, go. you said what?
4: Right?
3: Phone working now. you got that phone working yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the new jack on <laughs> online. Good grief! Right, right. it has it's been quite a ride without it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how we do. You know, good to have you back okay. again. I was telling my brother,
0: mm-hmm. you know, it's
3: glad to see all of us black here again after one week of being black in America. We're still here. That's good.
0: Okay. Okay <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so, uh, but, I, I again, man, speaking,
3: speaking of what you were saying, though, like on the voting tip, man, I think another part of it is, um, we really don't understand, like we say, why well, ain't with the vote, but but you vote in your organizations, like voting is an integral part of any struggle,
0: mm-hmm. you
3: know what I mean, if you're not voting yes. on some level, then you you don't have a struggle you're you're part of a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. so. Voting is necessary, but I think a part of what what our problem is, we don't understand because we haven't exhausted all forms. We have revolution, but revolution, the type of revolution we're talking about, which is the struggle, armed struggle, usually is performed after you've exhausted all other means. So you've gone all the routes and you still can't get nowhere. Now we take it to this level of guns or whatever it may be. I think what a lot of us, we're caught up in the John Wayne version of revolution. You know, we just gonna fight the bad guy round the round the tents and fight ah. the bad guy and, and win <laughs> win by <the> right. sunset. <laughs> you, know, right. you know what right. I mean? Right, you Got like, the bullets across this, my you know, chest,
2: running right the middle, right. right black right, Rambo. Right. Yeah, yeah, You know, like John you,
3: Wayne, them dudes. You know, they, 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 that's how we right. see revolution. And that's why individuals like us, who are talking about the international side of it, who are even talking about the proletariat side. The the everyday part of this mechanism, we're kind of looked at as like, ah, no, 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 that that's not it. Talk because too much. You have All that talk. Yeah. yeah. You talk too much. Yeah. All that talking. Yeah. But they yeah. don't understand. Like yeah. even this country, as much as we don't like America, I always tell people, you should study American Revolution. It is a very good study piece. Here are people who did what we're talking about doing, and have not only done it, but have become larger than those who oppressed them.
5: You right.
2: can't about be a revolutionary and not study revolution. I've studied the French Revolution, the Bolsheviks Revolution. I ain't going to say study because I don't want to see you come off like a scholar. I have familiarized myself with the French Revolution, right. the Bolshev Revolution, the uh, Algerian Revolution, the Cuban Revolution. You must be right. familiar with the Chinese Revolution. You must be familiar with revolution. You better get past see the true revolution. See that's the thing. I'm a revolutionary black nationalist Pan-Africanist. Kind of revolutionary makes me an internationalist. Revolution is not the ethnicity, is not the colors. not it is a principle, a theory. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I have to understand. And then my thing is to throw out there. I think we forget what the revolution is for. For me, the revolutionary is for democracy. The revolutionary is for the people. Right. We the people, by the people, governing for ourselves. It is democracy. When the freak out, we forgot I don't want no damn dictators these Nick Negroes and no disrespect to these organizations that run their organizations like dictatorships. That's why in mine it's a democratic centralism. You if you can't run your organization, if your organization is a dictatorship, how you talking about preemptive masses, man? Get out of here with that sucky shit. Come
3: on. We're true revolutionary. So revolution I think man. I think I think a lot of the problem is we're just so affected by pain. Of white people, not white, not white nationalism, not nationalism, not white supremacy, but white people, European people. Mm -hmm. We are so hurt by the pains that they have done us that we don't want Mm -hmm. nothing to do with anything that looks like them. So in doing that, we throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know. So it's like there are things that are taking place that are not European. I can go over, I can go over the list of things starting with holidays. Like colleges always tell us the black man, the white man has created nothing but chaos. So in our disdain for the European, we throw anything that looks similar to him right out the window. So we end up not right. grasping the full understanding of things, you know, understanding that his revolution against England was under the same precedence that our revolution is. As a matter of fact, while he was drafting his declaration, we were critiquing his declaration while he was drafting it because he was a living contradiction of the very things he was asking of England.
4: Wow. Absolutely. You see what I'm Absolutely. Wow. So
3: we, we, we were actually fighting the revolution during the grafting of their revolution. We weren't just sitting around serving tea saying, Master, how can we help you? We were saying to him, how can you say you want freedom for men when I'm your slave? You so, know, Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin,
2: Oh, he's lost That's how you see how the phase do you. See how the phase do you, McCain. I mean, he straight dropped. Well, listen, we had a caller that's been right. no waiting. Let's go. You don't mind if we go to the pole lines, do you?
4: No, I'll go right okay. ahead.
2: Let's do it.
5: Yes, go right ahead.
2: Six, six, four, seven, sixty, fifty. Your mic's open. Let's talk about
5: it. Hey, how you doing? This is Patrick. I'm good, brother. How about you?
2: I'm hey. doing all right.
5: Just listening to the conversation. How you doing, sister? I um just had a question. Um I, I think there there was a comment made about we just wanna fight and throw out the baby with the bath water. I don't I don't know that I necessarily see that today. I thought maybe you can bring up some examples of us fighting today, like in modern times.
2: Uh, yeah, what We're we're not fighting That's the problem We're not fighting But it just seems Like we're putting All the the imagery The whole Revolution has been Now what we're saying The brothers And sisters And some of them Unsuspectingly Unwillingly Are just caught up in it But the leaders Of these So-called organizations Are just putting out The image That revolution Is a fight We just want to fight There's no political Objectives There's no end game No aim No goals It's We're mad and we want to fight.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, we're I, saying
2: I, that, yeah, that's the image right. that is being put on revolution And that isn't true revolution. We're saying that revolution is a democracy. Revolution is the people being freed. is, is self-determined. It's the people being free to determine their destiny. That government should represent the people, yada, 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 everything that is. I'm not saying, see, and the problem is when we say democracy, the only example that many of us had is this hypocrisy. So we just naturally think that they're one and the same, but I'm talking about a true democracy, you know, and that's what revolution is true freedom. And so without um, we're saying that, but since we say democracy, like Chuck was saying, and the only example we had is this hypocrisy and it's tied to the atrocities attached to our whole historic and material existence in America, we throw the concept of democracy out with it. Okay, we got All our right. brother back.
3: Yeah, let me get him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm back, man. I was. I guess it was too much for when they cut me off. But uh, like Hell, I was saying, that. you know, it's like you know, so. <laughs> and I feel like that's the reason. Like a lot of us, we call ourselves revolution. This is a question to every revolutionary out there. Let me ask you this: Do you know that you may not even be the one to lead after the struggle? Like, people might yes. say, thanks for the help, but we, we don't want to follow you. We don't like what you say. I, I will, you, will you be willing to step aside at that point and allow the people to be self-determined? Or will you become the new European? Will you become the Ooh. new dictator? Like, no, I've done this. Wait, wait, what you mean you don't want to work with me no more? What if we say, hey, it was a great idea, but we don't, we don't think you are fit to lead us from this point on. Thank you. No thank you. You see? Yeah. And and, and these are the yeah. contradictions we have to look because we have to understand that that's really what revolution is about. Each one of us who call ourselves revolutionaries, we are just spokespeople for the current atmosphere mm-hmm. or political atmosphere of the people. Right. If the people turn right. left and it is no longer our ideology, we go from being a spokesperson to a participant in struggle and no longer mm-hmm. the voice of struggle. Will you be able to swallow your ego and fall in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and this said, you is what know Central what,
3: democracy is
2: Yeah, and you know what, Shaka We see so many, and this is why we say Familiarizing ourselves with revolution We see so many examples of that Most revolutions you see are two rev- Revolutions are waged Because the first revolution is that of the people And then the second revolution you see Is a lot of time waged against what they call in Political terms, technocrats or bureaucrats You know what I'm saying And these were the people that uh, were probably the struggling middle class, petty bourgeoisie, but they knew how to run shit. So when you get right. rid of the ruling class and you got these petty bourgeoisie, the second revolution, this damn near neocolonialism because they know how to run shit, but now they're getting paid off the system, even though you masquerading it as a people's movement. So you look at Algeria, you look at shit, most socialist communist countries now going through that bullshit, but Algeria had to have the second right. revolution. They said that, um, their leadership was worse than the damn French with that neocolonialism. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. And this yeah. is the importance of having a, a political, an end political objective, man. Because like what Shaka is saying, you know, when that switches, when the vehicle to achieve that switches and you realize my role in this revolution is obsolete or that time has passed, are you willing to step down? And that's when you get them suckers that start to try to set up thrones. And I'm telling you, you can see that macrocosm in a no yeah, macrocosm in a microcosm any most of these organizations right, right, right. y'all belong to.
3: Exactly. Sometimes we hear it they in don't the want comments to, they yeah. make right now. As soon as they exactly, we've, we've that's heard, what I mean. in recent history. I mean, you know, in recent yes. history we've heard and seen people threaten to kill black folks because they just don't agree.
2: That's what Stalin you know,
3: right. did. I'm right.
2: talking about. We got history. <laughs> Stalin is a person, right, like the great yeah, exactly. Wow. We we're talking.
3: Right, yeah. right, 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 and, 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 and in this struggle we have right now, we see it. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people. And I'm just an assumption. This is just a, a theoretical assumption. I'm, it's, not, it's not a concrete. But I think, in my assumption, my assessment, that a lot of leaders in this struggle we have right now stray. Or sway from political education And political dissection Of the current time Because it will lead to that one point When they realize At some point I'm not going to be in charge So I'm not going to teach you about Mm -hmm. democracy Mm -hmm. I'm not going to teach you about Mm -hmm. Choice I'm not going to teach you about real self-determination I'm going to keep you mad See the nation of Islam Mm -hmm. Malcolm used to always say Malcolm would talk to the people And he would talk about the things that upset them And that are real And they would get hot and heated. And they say, You're feeling it. Now you want some change, don't you? And they say, Yeah. And he said, All right, well, come on down to the mosque on Wednesday and you'll get that change. And they come down to the mosque and join the Nation of Islam. That was a technique. I see that same technique done over and over and over again. People are swelling around the problem, but they don't really want to deal with the solution because the solution offset your personal gain for monarchy, your personal gain for Mm rule. Democracy doesn't lean to one mm-hmm. person or to one group or one ideology. Democracy leads that's right. to the vote. It leans that's to the right. vote. Mm-hmm. That's it. It doesn't have any friends. It's not personal. It's a vote. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why mm. democratic centralism doesn't fly with a lot of groups, even though they say it. And you. Always, that's why we have all these splinter groups. All these splinter
0: groups mm-hmm. are
3: the result of the inadequacy to deal with With real democratic centralism, which means Shaka has a personal opinion. I go to the table with it. We take a vote. My opinion doesn't fly. You know, they, all right, we had a vote. I didn't win. So now I fall in and I obey the, the, the central line. We did a democracy. We voted. That is a central line. I follow that central line with no problem. We can't do that because we're so much like America. So I'm, well, you know what? I don't like what they – I'm going to start my own thing. And you start your own thing with the exact same tenets as the thing you said you didn't like because you really don't disagree with it. <laughs> yep. You just disagree with the fact that you're not in charge anymore or that your decision yep. didn't become the decision of the day. And that is the same okay. contradiction that we question in the American Revolution. How can you talk about England when you're just like England? So you really don't have a problem with England. You just have a problem that England didn't let you do what you want to do. Right, right. You know, it's funny, but it's it's right in front of our Every time. Every
2: Every time. Yeah, yeah, You know, what I
4: I find find funny also is that we don't understand, you know, a lot of times we don't understand the significance of looking at revolution, like you all were saying, Mm -hmm. In terms of what we're going through today And we, you know, we get behind this whole idea Of what America was supposed to have been built on And, you know, the perseca- the, the persecution of those who were in England And their need to pull away from that You know, um, them not being represented once they were here Not being represented properly um, And we, you know, because we don't relate to it Some of us don't know it, some of us didn't didn't really do that whole history thing well. Um but
1: right or it didn't
4: it didn't connect with us because we weren't engaged. It really didn't it didn't um resonate with us. We didn't we just didn't understand right. it. Um right. right. But we don't understand that today this is the same thing. You know, this is the same thing and if we look at it, we wouldn't be so, you know, upset about the whole idea of revolution. That's how this thing was, this, this is what this supposed, supposedly came from. Why can't we right. do it for us? You know, why are we so behind America but not behind us getting free? You know, and it's because right. we don't relate to it. We, we're not seeing it in its context, you know, in the context exactly. of um, the very same thing we learned in school. So it's just crazy to me right. that, that we deal with it like that.
3: Well, you know, and I, and like, that's I do why we don't support. It.
4: Exactly. But, you know, I like one of the
2: things that, and this is goes in some shock and I was talking about, because, see, revolution is covered in every front. Um, and let's talk about propaganda. Let's talk about independent films. Let's talk about that things. And one of the reasons, like you said, Sister McKay, is because they have had a way to uh, make heroes and heroines out of Betsy. Yeah. so This It's a white woman. They made her famous for sewing a the flag. Yeah. They made this woman so famous. You know what I'm saying? And just, so they make heroes. And then the revolutions or rebellions they do allow us to have in history have either been very bloody and the political message has been made obscure, or they have yeah. been rebellions yeah. that they have always put down. They have never given us a, a letter, even if we make the movie a movie, a rebellion, anything, where we have come out. We were out just because talking we, about this today. You know what I'm saying? We might highlight yeah. like, some points. You know what I'm saying? We might did some dope shit in it, but at the end of the day, you know, they have made nothing that we walked to. They always have squirreled and squirreled. Con- That's why I said, damn, It's surprised me. Quentin Tarantino, a white boy, made something that one of us rolled off in the sunset on.
4: You know right, what I mean? right, like, right, right. We
5: were talking about that, that today, that that I know. like. But I, 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 I think crazy. there's another. I think there's another genre that we we we're not really good at, and I think we should get good at. I mean, um, and and I think that's why so many people like the movie Black Panther, because we're not really good at things like sci-fi, looking into the future, seeing ourselves in the future seeing ourselves doing something in the future, seeing, uh, you know, a world or or society that we created, you know, um, those things are inspirational, right? All of the Star Wars and and all of these sci-fi, I mean, those were inspirational even back in the 50s, those black and white movies with, you know, with the strings hanging from the the spaceships and, you know, look today that they saw themselves in the future. They saw themselves going to different planets. They saw themselves in space. They saw themselves in this way. And you can tell by a lot. And
4: uh, and still, there were black Trekkies. Isn't that, isn't that amazing?
5: (laughs) How do you not see yourself in the future, but there were black (laughs) Trekkies. Right. And, and I don't think that, that we, you know, there's, I'm not going to speak against the black Trekkies, but we, no, but, of course not. But, but we should, but we like, do we see ourselves like, you know, like, do we see What do we see ourselves doing in the future? You know, that kind of thing. I think that's one genre we, we, you know, that we need to look at and say, why don't we see ourselves? Why is it always a relationship movie or a violent movie or a, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we've had a few, but there's not enough, I don't think.
2: I'm a te- You know what? I, I like to jump in. i like to answer that because I'm like, you know, McCade, um, I'm, I'm a big, I don't know how to but I am a black Trekkie, you know what I'm saying? Original Star Trek, big, huge Star Wars fan. I know a lot <laughs> of black sci-fi. Black sci-fi, I mean, we really out there with it. What happens, though, is just right. like with hip-hop, when we don't control distributed. When we don't control what makes it and doesn't make it, then you don't see when they don't open that avenue for you. You know, we have to really, that's, and I think now you would be surprised at how many black sci-fi writers out there, man, go to Barnes and Noble's. man. I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. I should be able to rattle them off. But they are out there now. We're getting out there. But that's because that is now a genre that they are allowing to be open. See, that's our whole thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, so a yeah. lot of, we go with, yeah, we go with what's going to feed us. The black, we know you can make a Boys in the Hood. Shit, they producing Boys in the Hood. They paying for those movies. You know what I'm saying? But who's paying for the black Star Trek? They don't want to invest. That's why the big props for at least with the Black Panther thing, they're investing the money and stepping the fuck back and allowing, you know, you know, the blackness to take over.
5: You know what? What was so what was so interesting about that is that black people really enjoyed that movie, young and old. Yes, yes. They enjoyed seeing they enjoyed seeing black people, you know, it you know in a futuristic kind of setting, right? Technology, yes, and all of this stuff. Yes, they, just, they really marvel, right? So there's a huge market for it, apparently, right? Yeah, so, I, I think yeah. I think a lot of it a lot
3: of the two uh, another part of it is that um <clears throat> we not if we look like you gotta look off the off the mark so to speak. There are not a lot of black sci fi and the angle of sci fi sci fi I'm a sci fi head. Sci fi takes a lot of different shapes. There is futuristic sci fi and then there is what they call past tense or you know, when they deal with the occult, witchcraft, vampirism and things of that nature, which is a lot of new mm-hmm. black writers. In that realm If you look on Netflix now There are shows like La Bruja And other shows These are black people That are making these shows From Brazil and other places Using their native situations They use voodoo Or they use voodoo And they're creating these Those are sci-fi movies Those that, That's science fiction they're tying in mm. They're working with the mortals mm. and, and all But what happens is Like the brother said You have to search for those things They're not on the mainstream You have to search for them They, they go straight to DVD. You know what I mean? So there's a huge market out there, and there are black comic writers. There's a huge, huge matter of fact. There's a black comic convention every year in New York City, just as big as Comic Con. To the point that Comic Con has a section of Comic Con dedicated to black sci-fi. But we, as a community, think that's corny. We ah, that's corny. I ain't doing that. That's it's whack. You know, we, so we. That's. I mean, I mean, not all of us but enough of us that it makes a lot of us think it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like when, like music, for instance. I listen to country music. I want you to listen to white boy music. Who the hell said it's white boy music? Because do you only see white artists? But if I give you the history on country and tell you that it started with black folks and how they stepped in and created naturally, <coughs> but how it started, you'd have a different take on it. If I, if I listen to classical, well, you're going to associate it with white folks. So a lot of it is what we associate it with. Now, the second half of that is... And this, I like to jump to solutions. I'm working on a script right now, me and Yanga. Right now, we're working mm-hmm. on a script that we're, we're putting out, dealing with sci-fi, dealing with the occult, dealing with you know an immortal who travels through time and, and deals with things. We're going to put that out. So a lot of it is we have to start becoming revolutionaries in that field. Stop waiting for them to finance it, finance it ourselves, mm-hmm. go straight to YouTube with it, promote it ourselves. Netflix, if you want to get signed, I'm telling you right now, you could throw just about anything out there. Netflix will pick it up right now because they are on it like that. You know what I mean? But you got to yeah. do the promotion. You got to do the other stuff. Now, you don't have to battle with movie theaters because movie theaters do not exist right now, thanks to COVID. So, this is the perfect <laughs> opportunity for people to get into that game. Like, mm. get into it. You know, write your yeah. book now, write your treatment, yeah. put your 15 minute movie on YouTube. Like, we got iPhones, honestly, and I'm a film guy. We got iPhone 11 Pros that are better than three-chip cameras. Everybody got a phone that's better than a movie camera. Why are we not filming movies? But you're filming TikTok, though. You're making TikTok with your ass shaking, and you've got World Star with a black man beating up another black man or just a black woman. Why are we not just doing it? And this is not to nobody on this this is the other. This is the other half of that. If we're talking about liberation, and we're talking about how we can't depend on the system, why are we waiting for it? Great. I'm glad Tarantino and Disney they helped it along the way. But we should be throwing so much stuff out there constantly that we should create our own vacuum. I'm challenging. What's yeah, the challenge?
5: I think it's I think it's easier. It's easier now to do that. And I think people are doing yeah. there was a um there's a black guy who made a movie was it a year or two ago? It was a kind of a short uh-huh. film. He did. They did it all on i on an iPhone, and it was I know on what Netflix. We're talking
3: about. Yep, I know what you're yep.
5: talking about. The one with Duke, you know I mean? yeah, the basketball.
3: Right, right, right.
5: Yeah, so, so it's, it's it's you know it's being done. Matter of fact, we were just uh, funny. I was having a conversation last night about the artists. There's a lot of artists now starting to hurt because they used to make all their money through or, or a large part of their money through through concerts. And I was right. saying, mm-hmm. why don't they just do what the comedians do and just shoot a concert at an intimate setting, you know, sell it to Netflix and do it like that. The comedians are doing that. They're just filming their mm-hmm. own a comedy, whatever, and then they just right. take it to Netflix and stuff. Right? So exactly. yeah, it's easier now to exactly. do that than ever.
3: Exactly. A lot of it goes back to, too, which is a lot of time self-determination. If you don't really believe in the idea of... Self-determination You're going to always wait for master And if master don't do it You won't do it You know goes back to this vote People People are not voting For like I said earlier They're not voting because they have an agenda And they need somebody on deck to push their agenda Like the sister we had on the show You know what I mean Who is a prime example of us putting candidates in For our own agendas What people are voting for is a better master and if Master do it, we're gonna do it. We have to get out of that Master syndrome. Master has given you the two it's like remember that movie Django? Django at the end when Django opened the cage and he escaped? He never closed that cage back. How come them other men didn't get out and join Django and go raid the house with him? I always ask that question. Right. You know what I mean? hmm Like mm-hmm. He, he never closed yeah. that he killed all the white men there. Mm-hmm. There were no more white men. Gate wide open. That was a hell of a scene right there. As from a, from a director point of view, that was a powerful message. Two times in the movie, they had to be told to fight back. They were going to stand yeah. there while Django in the beginning got free until the white man told me, I would take that shotgun, I would shoot him, I would bury the horse, and then sure. I would head that way to the North Star. You know what I mean? And then in the second half, yeah. Django kills all of the captives and leaves the gate open, and they sat right there. Powerful scene. And, and that you, you know amazing. what? It was almost it
4: was almost like Tarantino was talking about the the action he just took and even creating that movie. I mean, for real. Right. Yeah. Like okay, like yeah. Yeah. why don't
1: you do it? <laughs> right,
4: right,
1: right. Yeah? Yeah. I just yeah. showed you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you know, and,
2: and, and like you right, I just showed but you know, it's like what you said that, that training first it reminds me of I was watching The Breaking of an Elephant in India how they break these elephants. Mm-hmm. And when they're babies, they put chains on their legs. And so these babies tug and tug. So by the time they are grown, all they have to do is tie a rope around the elephant's leg. You know, that is some amazing stuff. I mean, and he won't even,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah, the, the, slick, the
2: slightest resistance. But I want to talk about that, you know, and touching back like what you said, Chaka, too. I agree, you know, the... Um, with, you know, some of us who were into, you know, sci-fi or alternative music or anything like that, the stigma that was attached to it. But one of the things I would say is, is where does the stigma come from? It's not just, oh, are you trying to be white. It's lack of exposure. Lack of exposure. Yeah. And I know, especially yeah. from me, coming from, like, originally, you know, I'm born in Kentucky, Ohio area, this and that. So, I'm in that area where I'm going to tell the truth. It's multicultural as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's It's... You know, the whole uh, uh, okay, it is very multicultural, and so much so inter intermarriages, interracial, the, the whole nine. So I've had when I moved to the South at about sixteen, came to Georgia, and a lot of things I was into and exposed to. Because I'm gonna be honest, I came to the South. I grew up on Culture Club, Duran Duran, Wham. Hello, you know what I'm saying. I grew up with, <laughs> hello. Okay, <laughs> hello. Uh, uh,
1: Cheeto, you know what I'm saying? I say. right. right. told yeah, yeah.
2: just all yeah, Phil Collins, you name it. So when I came down to the South, which was very blues oriented, very R and B um, type of thing, it's just that. But what I found is, as I got to expose the homies to alternative culture, it wasn't as bad, and I was surprised right. at just their take on it and the blend and the fusion of this Mid Eastern sound in the South. Uh, And so I think that that's one of the things that we really should really try to offer our youth is as much exposure to different things as possible, especially being new Africans here. With the understanding of who you are to snap, but, you know, since we are the inventors and originator of all things, those building blocks will only contribute to monuments of greatness for them. To deprive them because of somebody's ethnicity and this and that to that exposure of culture is doing our children a great disservice, especially in America, especially exactly. in America.
3: You know, even you know. the whole the mythology, like there's a story. I'm This was about 2000 and I want to, not even 2000. Was it like, yeah, like 2003. I read an a article of a young boy in Texas, 10 years old, found, hung in in, in the school. And at first they thought it was foul play, but then they realized it wasn't foul play. The young man committed suicide because he had straight A's and he thought he yep. would be you know, mm-hmm. shunned and heckled, so he killed himself. And this happened many times since mm-hmm. then. And it had me thinking, really? like, damn, we, we, we gloat we about how we built the pyramids, we did this, but yet we have, you know, we have been taught to think, I made ourselves, taught to believe that this is some sign of awkwardness to be intelligent. You know what I mean? And, and it's because it's let's say what you it is. Know, that's yeah. what they, yeah, that's, that's what we that's right. to police. You trying white. to be a white boy? Yeah. So so like yeah. we shun away from that. And I, I went, like the brother was saying with sci-fi, I know a lot of sci-fi writers that don't push their stuff to black people because they automatically assume black people ain't gonna want to hear this. So I'm gonna go, over mm-hmm. that, which is wrong too. I'm not that's not right. But see how that works on both sides. Yep. Both groups yep. are thinking already in yeah, their mind. That this
0: ain't for
3: black people. Yep. Right.
5: Yep. It's crazy. Yeah,
3: I, this, again, I, I think I think
5: things are a little different. I think things are a little different now, and especially with social media, you now have young people that are doing things. our young people that are doing things that they probably would not have done in the past. I mean, there are investment groups that are on Robinhood. Oh, just... <laughs> you know right. that are yeah. that are that are trading stocks in groups of these young people, man and i don't know how they're doing it in in uh in high school because i think you have to be a certain age to have Robinhood but they have them and they have these groups and they're mm-hmm. trading stocks and yeah. some of them are getting into um um you know they're just getting into all kind of things i think oh yeah and it's all oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. it's all about how it's presented correct and it's yeah, like it's like anything else. It's how it's presented. It's like the brother was talking about, he's working on a script. If if if, if, if it's presented in a dope way, then people are gonna ta- you know be more likely to Again. you know to, to take to it. It's exactly. like when people exactly. used to make you know people used to say that I'm gonna make you know I'm gonna make pop you know um, um, positive rap right. Like back in the day, hip hop we're gonna make. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but it still has to be dope at the end of the day. Like, yeah, no even though it's possible, yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. dope. It can't be whack, <laughs> you know, because like, people are not going to take yeah, yeah. it. Right? Um, right? So it just has to be quality. So I think that's what we're discuss We're discussing, like, quality content, right? right. Like, this you know, show, absolutely. there's a format, there's a whole, there's not a whole lot of, you know, uh, confusion. I mean, it's quality content. Right, exactly, and it's just how it's all presented. And then, all well, you songs, know what? And like, ahead
3: I'm, I'm sorry, brother. Go go ahead.
2: Ahead. No, go, go ahead, Shaka.
3: Ahead. I was just saying, since he mentioned the show, like another thing that goes behind this show is we didn't come into the show with barriers. Like, we didn't come in thinking they ain't gonna like this. They're not gonna like that. We was just like, look, we are gonna do this, and you know, we gonna we gonna push it because people will like it. It's it's like. Right, We are in a period of, of extreme change And if we don't As revolutionaries We gotta be visionary Like Sister Mercado always says A revolutionary is a visionary So we gotta first Absolutely. believe what we're doing First of all We gotta believe that Yeah, man, the people are gonna like this They don't even know they're gonna like it But they're gonna like it And then we gotta come across Like we really believe what we're saying And goes with the book That's mm-hmm. where the quality comes from As a, as a former You know, I, I, I used to spit and do my thing in hip hop I couldn't write a rhyme And and not really believe what I'm saying Because it's going to come across when I do my lyrics It ain't going to come across The energy So you got to believe it first and put it out there And I think that That is the secret to our success Those people trading those stocks Those young people And a lot of young people doing a lot of powerful things Big up to this young generation I don't want to ever think Young people to think that as an older brother I don't see what younger people are doing And applaud it I applaud it 100% I encourage it as a matter of fact, I'm like, kick the door down, keep going. You know what I mean? And, but then mm-hmm. we're coming, this, this, this generation of people, young and old, we are doing something that prior generations were starting and other generations before them didn't do. We're not coming in asking what you want. We're coming in telling you what you need. You know what I mean? It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming yeah, in like, you absolutely. Need. Here's
2: my thing though, you know, and uh, my okay. Can we hear me? You know, I yes. definitely love the young people. And I give the young people kudos. And I ain't going to bend over and kiss these young people's ass because y'all doing what y'all supposed to do. And that's be uh, uh, innovative. You're young. All right? Do what you're supposed to do. Be innovative. Break the ceiling. Create something new. Here's my problem with young people. Not your innovativeness. Not your ability to, you know, uh, decipher the matrix. It's your social and moral responsibilities and obligations. Individualism and elitism is the or is becoming, and materialism is becoming the order of the The young mm-hmm. people are they perpetuating Sorry. more of a oppressive sus, oppressive mm-hmm. system? You know, mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. my thing is our people have always been innovative. Hell, we invented the cotton gin, the gas mask. We've always every general, every people have been innovative, but it hasn't been for just, uh, you know, from what I'm taught anyway. I wasn't there, but a lot of it just wasn't for self-glorification. It was for the advancement of people. Right. Most of those innovators and creators and philosophers have university, Booker T. Washington University, uh, Tuskegee. You know, you find uh, uh, Herndon, one of the first black millionaires in Atlanta, very uh, influential and a great contributor to Morehouse and, Spelling and stuff like that So with these young people that are being Innovative and making this money and stuff like that Where's the give back See if you're right, more innovative and more Creative and we're touching more money than we Have ever before in the history of black People why are we in the worst position Why are right. we in the worst position? And that's what doesn't add up to me So I can't give young people all this Kudos for what they're doing And we're in the worst position we were When the same ancestors You hollering you ain't didn't have half of what you got. How much did that?
5: You, know, you know, know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Let, let,
3: let, I'm
5: let, let me say older something.
3: I'm about to say. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm about, about to, to, got go, to go, go there. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm about okay, to go there. I'm for that shoe
2: now. Right. I can tell you how. I may have to be. I may have to be in disagreement. But go ahead. Let me hear why. Let me hear y'all take. All
3: right. This is shocking. I think. A lot of it, too. We, we the, the, old, the other generation out before us even, because this is definitely before us, maybe two generations before me, we're part of a society that did not allow certain things to go down. You know what I mean? It wasn't osmosis. People checked other people. Like, so if you were that millionaire and you didn't do a certain thing, oh, somebody checked you. Right. You know, we, didn't it, we didn't just let it rock. You know what I mean? If you was that preacher... And you was in part of the Mount Zion Church in Harlem or Metropolitan Church, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest churches, and you didn't do the right thing, mm-hmm. oh, we shutting you we stepping to you. You gonna do the right thing. Even on the street level, we have people like Bumpy Johnson and others who checked people. Like he went around collecting taxes. You you weren't allowed no to pay. just take and not give back. He went to your door. Hey, I heard you made a million last right. week. How come how right. come this is like this? You know what I mean? So we, we dropped the ball because the generation after them, which is before me, began to entertain, well, that ain't my problem. That's your problem. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Get yours, shorty. So when I came into the game, it was already laid out. I, my crew, I look out for my crew, but I ain't got nothing to do with them people over there. So young people are listening to Russell Simmons. Who, come on, we know Russell Simmons. Yeah, you did a lot for hip-hop. But you robbed a lot of people and you didn't get nothing back. Young people are watching the mm-hmm. Barry Gordy, all these examples of people who did just what we're saying they shouldn't do. And we did drop the ball because we allowed certain things to rot. We fought on small levels, mm-hmm. but as a collective, we didn't shut down a lot of shit that we should have shut down. You know what I mean? We didn't because we were benefiting from
5: it. Yeah. Because I, I came, you know, I, came I,
3: got money on the, I got money on the street and I didn't I, always I'm a disagree. I wasn't revolutionary. Okay, okay.
2: I, I so have to disagree because it's yin and yang. During the time of these you're not going to tell me we didn't have splinter groups combating that. We, there's no community in the world, any race, that doesn't have a a underside, a underworld. The Italians, white folks. There's no community in the world that doesn't have that. But what they do is put emphasis on our underworld. When we had the Barry Gordy's, Rocky, we had the Noble Drew Ali's, the Fathers, Divines, the Elijah Muhammad's, the Malcolm X's, the Mega Evers, the Stokely Carmichael's, the H-Rap Brown's. We had an element to combat that. What I'm saying is challenge to young world. Where is your combating element? I'm not mad at all the things you're doing. Everybody has an underside. Every generation has. I was a part of mine. But even in mine, we had a combating element. You know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I decided to go to the criminal world, we had a combating element. Where is this generation's combating element?
3: Name or I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, man, not. A, I'm going to let the young brother speak. I'm going to let the brother speak because I'm going to answer that, but he's been trying to speak for a minute. So I'm going to let him have the floor.
5: Okay, go ahead, brother. Yeah, so what I was saying is that there's a lot of things that we did that they don't do. So if you look back in the the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, if you look at our entertainers, a lot of them were strung out. Right? Even through the 60s and 70s, a lot of them were strung out. You don't really see young people and young hip hopers strung out. You just don't. What? You don't really yeah. see them on heroin. the last
0: time you got in the hip
5: hop
2: world? <laughs> <And> them <they,
5: laughs> boys are on prescription medication.
3: Them boys are on Promethazine lephazine,
5: and right, refrain. Right, right. mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying, but they're not laying on the ground with a needle in their arm.
0: It's just different. So
5: everybody has
3: they lay, You know what? They not lay. Oh, hold on now. They not. They not laying on the ground with a needle in their arm. They are laying in the hotel room with a, a plastic cup in their hand for the lean. That's right. They,
5: they do the So what? I, the reason I bring that up. The reason I bring that up is all I'm saying is that every generation has their stuff. Right, Right. and we had our stuff. You can't, you know. People talk about like Martin Luther King. People don't. People, you know what? Rarely, black people like to talk about now, is that when Martin Luther King was doing this thing, the 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 establishment in the black church and everybody was against him.
0: But after he
5: died, he becomes big. Oh, we were with him. Blah blah. They tried to get him to stop. Right. So we have this thing of rewriting history, like we were. You know, faith, like, and that was not the case. That was not no. the case. Yeah, I'm in, I, I mean, I don't
1: think, I don't
3: think let me Let me. Yeah,
2: let me, let, me, let me, and I'll be brief. That is definitely what I'm saying is Martin Luther King was that generation's contrary to bullshit. What I'm saying is I'm challenging this young generation to stop blaming. See, I could have blamed my father, my father's a Panther. I could have blamed them for every failure in the world crack cocaine the gang-banging epidemic, how'd y'all let us start gang bang? What I'm saying is it is the challenge because they're called traps, and it's a reason. It's the challenge of that generation to study, analyze previous generations, say, hey, we didn't like that, y'all didn't do this, and change it, create your yin to your yang. You can't be the one-sided, one sided generation, individualism, elitism, the same, what you're saying, didn't have the same drug addict. Man, opioid use is the highest that it's ever been since the 60s. 70s heroin has yeah, been so and the and Opioid epidemic people, So I'm, I'm saying all that say. I challenge the young people yeah, I challenge young our young people. people To begin to create The counterbalance the counter Culture to this destructive Culture that we did in our generation Without blaming the Previous generation that's weak that's Willie Lynch they need to get off their ass I, I And create the counterculture they, to that
5: I think I, I, I think, don't what think they they I think I'm blaming. I mean, them, it's like, but I don't think I, 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 young people blame. Them. But it, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think what do I that have to happen
3: We need we need the Jegna situation to happen in because our generation, meaning me, Yangus, Sister Nikita, our generation. I'm a little older than you guys, so you know we share a generation. I think what happened is because our Jegnas and Jegna J E G N A is a guide, one who can guide you. Our guys were snuffed out. So we had to create something on our own to fight against what was killing us. So we created hip-hop. We created all these alternatives to, to survive and to not fall totally under What we did, the bad thing we did is we comforted our young to the point that we didn't teach them the other side. So they come up entitled, believing that, hey, I got this, I got this, I got this. I think what we need to do now is create... A dual sit, a dual situation, where those of us who can remember what was, it is our duty to teach the young what they don't know. But to the young, even with all your achievements, it is your duty to listen to those of us who were there. It's a two-sided thing, because there are great achievements, which I always pick up young people for the great achievements. But the downside is, a lot of, not all, a lot of young people fail to listen. To the wisdom of those before them We didn't have a before So we had to kind of figure it out You have a before So it's almost like there's no question that You have to listen But listening to us Doesn't mean that you can't shine This is where the white man comes in The white man has trained the younger generation To feel, and he didn't start with you He started in the 60s When he used to tell people If a motherfucker's over 30 he can't tell you nothing So he started that he started yeah. that wedge between us that we see right now. He's the one that told hip-hopers, if you're over 25, you're a washed-up rapper. You know what I mean? Because he can, can, he can control you under 25. He can't control you over 25. You can think for yourself. I, so it's, it's, it's up to us. We have, we have to be, I, Chaka Shakur, has to be the night temp law to you, young man. I have to be the one to say to you, hey, that's great. But check out this history so that, so that you don't make the same mistake and you have to be the apprentice to say all right i'm great but this wisdom will make me greater that is the african mm. balance that we don't have anymore so it's not a who did what when yeah, and where cuz in all this conversation i ain't heard one talk about the white man i'm i'm just being real well, you not one talk about this yeah you
2: know my thing is 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 this and i agree with you Shaka. my thing is this especially when i talk to young people because I just act as an advisory role. I don't I'm not one of those big people. I'm not big on the Masonic thing. I don't even want them to take me to be the absolute truth to leader. I want them to challenge it, to think, to go beyond. But yo, be hip, use my advice. If I've been to the joint, if I've ran in the streets, be hip. Don't be a an absent a will or don't try to recreate the will. You know, take on and add on. What I'm saying is though they have to challenge their society not succumb to it. And, it's, and and what we do is, you know, if we're not careful, we can lay the blame on ourselves, on future generations and the failures. And then in the end, I do agree with you, Shaka, you know, where it all goes back to is being brought over here. But I don't, and I'm saying, concluding this, why don't get big kudos? I remember one time, quick anecdote, man. I was talking to my great uncle, my grandmother's brother. And we were just talking about black people, and he was like, "Oh, you know, something he said about black people." And I kind of got offended, so I went to talking about my sisters. I was like, "Well, you know, my sister is a is a um, you know a captain in the United States military, and I see she was a divorcee with four children, and did all of that stuff, man. And you know, is now captain, a nurse, you know, top nurse. My other sister is a very renowned um, hair, uh, what you call it." a very renowned hair, uh, a stylist with natural hair in the line of I'm going through all the accolades. And my, and my own and I said, so what do you think about that? Man, my great uncle looked at me and said, they Smiths. They did what they supposed to do. And I think that's the oh. attitude we have to start pushing to our young people. When kiss you, you know, right. all this participatory trophy stuff, I hate participatory medals. Don't give my son a medal for showing up. Shit, if we lost, we lost. No, no. That's where we learned the lesson from. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, no yo, we have to challenge our young people to rise up and begin to create the antithesis or g- create the opposite, the challenge to their, the challenges in their society. You know, and I, I agree just, I'm I'm, 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 yeah. But I don't think, I don't
3: think as elders, my comment earlier is because I agree with you saying we have to challenge them. But a flower needs water, man It needs water And I don't think we water yeah. our youth enough Like I was, I'm, I'm a truck driver I'm a young truck driver, okay, I'm 51 But I'm young compared to some of these drivers out here I got a driver in there I'm listening to him, he's telling another older driver Man, this young brother came to me Go ask me to park his truck for him Because he don't know how to park his truck If he don't know how to park his truck, he shouldn't be out here Instead of saying Well, you know what, I got out and I helped that young man Park his truck because he had the courage to ask for help you see what I'm saying? But is
2: the elder wrong, though? Is the elder wrong? Yeah. 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 I can't yeah. say the elder's wrong, though.
3: I can't right. say the elder's right. well, wrong. I can't say right. Okay. Well, right. Can, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you why. i it. If, we have a disagreement. I'm going to tell you why. Because it. there's a
2: standard. There's a standard to that. I might, I might not agree with what he took. The, the, I would have personally got out to help, the young man. I'm like you, Shaka. Each <laughs> one, teach one. But the elder's saying as a profession, as a standard, as black people, yo, you know what I'm saying? See they from that generation. That's how my grandmother was. But we don't but like, know, but,
3: but we don't want the but we don't want the youth to be so independent. That's what we saying to them. You gotta come back, you gotta ask for help. You got you don't can't be an individual. So by him recognizing yeah. me as an elder right. and saying to the elder, I need your help, elder, and me as an elder to shut you down and not not say, Look, I'm gonna show you and I want you to learn because if you're gonna be out here, you need these skills. So let me help you. To get those skills. I'm not going to help you every day now. I'm not going to baby you. I'm not going to cradle you. But clearly, wherever you learned didn't teach you right. So let me, as your elder, that you came to teach you and then give you what you need so you can move on. And as an African, when you find yourself in a position to help someone else move on, do the same thing. Pay it forward. Yeah. I I
5: agree. I
2: can see that. I can see that. that. I can see that just way differently. You know what I'm saying? I know the battle they taught me the battle is fierce. like if you can't fight, don't jump in it. You know what I'm saying? I mean it's just it's it's I grew up in that kind that of warrior code. But
3: but but you know but the battle and I
2: didn't look at my elders any kind of way. I looked at my uncles, my OGs as like if you ain't a big if you can't run with the big dogs, don't get off the porch. So I stayed on the porch. So I could run with the big dogs. But, now when I got but, to, what, to run what, with you, the big dogs, I learned big I dog lessons.
3: I, I I do know I do know as a as a as a fifty one year old man, I know that everything I learned wasn't right. I do know that, exactly. that every lesson I taught to exactly. me, every lesson taught to me was not a good lesson. You know everything my OG showed it, me was not good. I'm gonna tell you how you it know only thing only way you know a mm-hmm. good or
2: bad is by the fruit that it bears. The only way you know good right, or bad, I, see, we got to be careful of that to me all of that is colonialism. The only way the African all man was right. we have to defy you. The only way you know good about food. All of that sounds good. Those are great, sympathetic, and very soft and nice. But man, we
3: had—I'm
0: uh, I'm not
2: going to—not now,
3: brother. I'm not. Let me let me get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Not, you not, not saying what you're saying or even what the brother saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a sympathetic pushover at all. Don't get it twisted. You know what I oh, mean? Not, what not, I'm, I'm saying don't get personal. Don't take it. Y'all don't, y'all don't I'm, take I'm, it personal. Yeah, Offensive. No, no. Well, I'm just saying. Like I feel like. Being out here, seeing our young people, there is a level of compassion that is missing in our people. You know what I mean? It's missing. And, it, and, and because yep. it's missing, we're not able to move forward as a whole person. And a lot of times, our manhood, our false manhood provided to us by the Europeans doesn't allow us to have that compassion when it's necessary. I'm not talking about cuddling to the point where you ain't no good for nobody. But there's a level of compassion between brothers that does not exist. And because it does not exist, it breeds more of the same poison. And I'm just saying, this is just me. I, 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 I mean, you can, I can't disagree. I, I, you know, I show compassion to my son. I don't baby them. I don't believe in you're going to get a trophy because you showed up. You know what I mean? But I, when it's time to do it, I'm going to give it to them. Because they don't see it. So, it's not out there. But
2: here it is, Shaka. Because the whole thing started... You said that man was wrong because he went park a nigga's truck.
3: See what I'm saying?
2: That no, I, that's I, too soft no for that's, me. But when I it's, say park it, it, it,
3: it, it but, but, listen, but, but when I say park the truck, it, it, the man didn't even help. He didn't even help the young man. Hey, he told the young man, yeah. "If you can't park it, figure it out. I'm not gonna do it." And then sat with another elder and and shit it on the young people. You could have told you know, that boy. I you mean, know how many, you know how many I men older than me I have sat out here and said, "Hey, bro." I'll spot you because you're having a hard time backing in. Let me it's, spot you. I already know.
2: I know that that's a tough life. You know I drove trucks. So I can understand what you guys are saying. I'm not saying don't be compassionate. I'm very compassionate with myself. What I'm saying is I don't make excuses for I'm not going to wear the blame. I'm mean, we don't do this for the young people. I think it's too much of that. I think it's too much pacification, pussyfooting with our young people without teaching them the rigors of reality. See, I, I learned different. When I stepped out the door, my, my grandmother never let me know I had the shoulders and the, mouth, the, ra- the weight of my shoulders on my race, or uh, the, ra- the weight of my race on my shoulders. I knew that I had to be twice as better as everybody. I couldn't expect everybody to hand out. All my skin folk was my kin folk. I didn't believe in a false, utopic unity. I knew this shit was real. And that's what I teach to my son, that you have to be the change you want to see. You can't wait for a hand out, hand up, or any of that. You have to be that, you know. And there's gonna be times that you're gonna have to be firm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it ain't, yes, you know, don't is, get right. yeah, it, yeah, really, there. Is a balance. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And about. he will never there's be about. allowed to blame. He will never be allowed to blame his elders for his shortcomings or his imperfections. Man, the hell up, son. That's what I'm gonna tell you. You blame your elders for your for your shortcomings and imperfections. I don't understand.
5: I don't think. Okay, so here's here's it's a paradox because the young people are saying they're not really blaming us. They're just moving on. They're just moving. This is like, well, later. Like, you know, we we're moving on. But if they're just moving on, and then say, okay, well, well, you're not listening to us, right? Like. They're gone. They're, they're they're moving. They're you know social but media wait, said, Tell me, me what they're off. saying. It, 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 tell it, it, tell it, me what we're not it, listening either, to.
2: What are the young people saying?
5: You know, even okay. So even let's let's take what's going on. You know, with voting as an example, the young people have a concern and agree with them on this call, but a lot of people don't. And so somebody sticks their neck out to try to say, hey. We should. If you're gonna vote, you should actually get something for it. And here comes this this wave, <laughs> this this wave of 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 this condemnation on top of them, and they're not moved by it. And and so when they make when they say the older generation is just scared and don't know what they're you know, and and this and that, I have nothing to say about it. Right? But I like, mean, they're just you- moving on. It's of a new way to do
2: things well, right? You haven't told me anything Young people are saying they're, 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 Most of that criticism and condemnation And especially about voting if we're being specific Comes from themselves A lot of our generation older generation, Are saying, trying to show them the importance Of participating in the government That participates with them willingly or unwillingly One of my concerns but, for but, the but young see, people Is the apathy But, but, hmm? but,
5: but that's I'm the thing, There's a gender There's a, there's a generational divide because if you look at those who are saying tangibles if you look at those who are saying nope no tangibles no vote nope 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 and then you look at the ones that are coming out against them calling them stupid like you know on all these media outlets those are older people like us. like they're not young right there's a there's a there's a there's a and it's all in the news they're talking about how young people how joe biden is not connecting with young black people and this that and the other and whatever I mean there is a generational thing going on here They have a new way yes. they want to do things but And they're being so what look, is at the it is. look at what's happening right. to okay. I, don't, I don't think
3: it's an issue I don't think it's a blame game I really don't and I'm going to let M- Makeda get in as also as a sister I don't think it's a blame game I think it's there are roles That each generation has to And has to I agree with look that. at In themselves You know what I mean like there are things we as elders mm-hmm. can do better. There are things that our youth can do better. You know what I mean. And there are ways mm. that the youth have fastened into their belief system that is just incorrect. And there are ways that we have fastened. I'm not an elder, by the way. I'm only fifty-one. That's the first mistake. Okay. I'm not an elder. <laughs> right. Okay? Right. Number one. Right. I'm fifty-one. I'm fifty-one years right. old. Right. I'm still in the. I'm still in the race. You know what I mean. Elders well, are eighty and years better. You know what I mean. But even so that. Can I just jump in that for a minute fight. with that? And yeah. I won't be
2: long with it, I promise. But I just want to add to that point. I promise I won't be long with it. I think that you touched on the problem. We are in our, we're still fighting a revolutionary understanding. It's, we don't have it. So if right. they're looking at us like, well, y'all this and that, we're still fighting. I'm 48. Right. I'm still very much in the fight.
3: Exactly.
2: Go ahead, brother. See, so, thank that, you for letting me say that.
3: that. Yeah. That part of yeah. it, that's. Shaka Shakur, I take responsibility for that part because I, as a revolutionary, have not been successful in explaining to young people the paradigm of African civilization and what an elder is in African civilization as opposed to the European definition of elder. The European definition of elder is anybody over 18 or over 30. You know what I mean? That's their definition. So where I fell short or where I continue to fight against is the European definition we're approaching a lot of these subjects with a European periscope. And because we're looking through the eyes yeah, of the keep running. Yes, we sir. keep running into all these roadblocks. You know what I mean? So yep. we have yep. learned defensive behaviors, and we've learned defensive yep. conditions. Like I gave an example many shows back when I talked about how we talk to each other. In the beginning, it was a method to save our family. I had to call Makeda a no-good bitch in front of the white man so he didn't take her from me or use her against me. But Makeda and I knew that, man, we're only saying that because you know I don't feel like that. I'm just saying that to keep that white man from breaking up my family. And she was like, I know, Chaka. And we told our kids, when I talk down to you, I'm not really talking down to you. I'm saving the white man from separating us. And the little kid was like, I know daddy. I know mommy. So we had an understanding because we still operated through an African lens. But we have lost the African lens because we have bitten into the European apple. And we now started to process everything from the Europeans' perspective, even what we think is bravery, what we think is uprightness, what we think is negative, what we think is positive, all of that shit is given to us, and we give it to ourselves from a colonial perspective. So if we're going to solve this problem, the first thing we have to do is let's go back to the drawing board. What makes an elder? What is an elder and what is an old motherfucker? Okay? What is a young person and what is a person without knowledge? Because I came out of the 5% nation, and we called all 85ers young because they had no knowledge of self. didn't matter what your age was. I didn't care if you was 90. If you didn't have knowledge of self, you're still a baby in there.
2: You were young. You know what I mean? Yep.
3: And I call a God, an old old God, is someone who not knew. He didn't just know 120. He had an understanding of 120. But you weren't an elder until you completed a cipher. And most people that complete the cipher are 100 years old. Elijah Muhammad told us that. So it's a lot of things we have to go back and look at again, because if that's the case, we'll never get out of this. You know what I'm saying? That's just my perspective, you know, and I think that that is a lot of the problem.
2: I agree, man. I couldn't agree more. We got a caller that we call him. Bashaga. I couldn't agree. I think you broke it down. Definitions. I think that is where a lot of us that are very active in the revolution maybe even take offense of being called an elder-like we had a period, and we blew our period. It's like, brother, I'm still fighting with you. We have to combine I'm so this. Right. I'm not a elder. You're not a young person. We're in the middle here. <laughs> you know, you're 30, I'm 48. Right. It's not young and old. We're, we're fighting together, so we have to bridge that gap. I agree with you, Shaka. Hey, yeah, caller, huh. 440-8761. You're, you're on. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, so my Hey, name what's is up? I'm from Cleveland. I'm actually
0: 20, so y'all be talking about this you know, the youngins and everything, so I figured I'd just step in a little yeah. bit, just to, like, try yeah. to explain, like, my point of view. So, like, I I do agree with Shaka, like, um, like, we don't have, we don't have that combativeness, because, like, we don't see that fight, because, like, we're told, you know, like, seeing, like, Barack get elected, right? Like, everybody's like, oh, well, you can be a president if you, you know, work your hardest to do that. You can do that for yourself, but, like, I grew up in the suburbs, so I didn't really get to see, you know, like, the real struggle of what society has done to, like, our people, and I'm just fortunate because, you know, my, my grandparents came from uh, Mississippi. Like, my grandma, she was a sharecropper, and my granddad, he was, he was a slave pretty much, and so I'm fortunate that, like, my parents were able to teach me about, like, that African perspective um, And like that paradigm But like for a lot of young people Especially like in today's day and age When you have you know Instagram Facebook all you see is the glorified You know stuff Like you know if you see rich Black people you just assume that it's an athlete Or a business person or something like that But uh, that give back You never really get to see that So like we, we don't really Like our evolution Today Is you know, we just, we want our rights. And so, like, that's the whole thing with Donald Trump is, like, I feel like as young people we've never been united over a single cause like that. Because, like, you know, we, we just, we don't see it. So, um, right on. That's, that's why I feel like it's, it's hard for us to be revolutionaries if we have no, we have nobody, you know, telling us, what to do and I'm not trying to blame it on like the elders, quote unquote, but I'm saying that, you know, they're just we don't gotta fight. You know, we, we don't we don't see the fight. So therefore, you know, we, we can't y'all gotta help us help you because we can't we can't fight for something that we don't well, see, you know what I'm saying? Well let me let
2: me jump in there because I love that and I appreciate that. It's and but I wanna correct one thing. It's not a help you guys to help us. It's it's all of us we're in this thing together. I wanna to say ask you this though. Do you see a fight?
0: I see a fight today, brother. You know these, these okay, you see a fight. Contest, all that. I mean that, that's
2: okay. That's our fight. and and right. And you said there's no what are you doing to educate your demographic? You see, if you see the fight, brother, you can't wait for me, Shaka, McKay, any elder to tell you Where the fight is, if you see the fight and it's going down, even if you're suburban and the fight is political, the fight is getting exercising the right to vote, the fight is educating people in your peer group to vote in the power. But wherever your power lies, whatever information you have to empower Black people, that is your superpower. That's your cake, That's your shield. You go out there. You get on that Instagram and you combat that negative uh, black image. You combat ignorance. You fight with every mustang. Let me tell you this: as a revolutionary who is older than you, let me see you out there swinging. Come across an Instagram page, anything, and you will be surprised at how many people will rally to your cause. What we're saying, young people, and I'm not saying all young people. I'm not making a sweeping indictment. I work with. I had chairman work on my show who is like a 28-year-old chairman in Atlanta, third-generation Panther Party dynamic, used to be my lieutenant. When I was chairing in Atlanta, when he was 18, 19, I made him a lieutenant, saw that potential, to see that growth is beautiful. But what I'm saying is like I'm on Chairman Yanga, that he builds with me and collaborates with me, but I say you speak a totally different language. You're addressing a totally different people. And, you're, and, and so you have to fight with everything you have and put your super team together. I have my super team, Makeda, Shaka, myself. I got my Justice League. He has to put his Justice League together to combat the element and the challenges that they face specifically in that age group, in that gender, or whatever. And then we can come together and combine on a a higher level. I like what Shaka said. I think the problem comes in is because we're using these terms and definitions that we don't, are these terms that we don't have clear definitions for that are specific for our struggle. So when I'm called an elder or the older people y'all didn't do or y'all didn't, I'm like, I'm still doing, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> like, I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still like, we just had this whole discussion on compassion. I have to walk away from this piece and rethink some things. Oh, maybe, am I being too hard? Am I, you know, is my stance? Because like Shaka said, everything we learn don't make it right. You know what I'm saying? It just means sh- we, we some old Negroes with some bad habits. So I have to go back and reevaluate, yeah. so I'm still learning. I don't think we can get to the point where everything is so concrete because one day, brother, you're 20 now. Ten years from now, you're going to be 30, and it's going to be the same thing. So I think it's just all about empowering one another to fight in our spectrum, knowing what a particular fight is, knowing what our superpower is, and coming together in whatever gender, age, or whatever, uh, 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 or whatever class, even class. I believe in a unified class struggle. You know, even class coming all together and saying, okay, this is how this empowers us as a people. But the blame game, I've never been with. I don't blame the youth. I challenge them. I don't want to be blamed by the youth. I want to be challenged by them. Well, hey, L, uh, older brother, but the blame, we 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 don't have the luxury of that.
3: Sister Makeda, are you on the
2: line? She is yeah, not on the you. line, brother. That's why I think she dropped.
3: I'm like, well, I just want to say one of the things that that, that changed Shaka Shakur, it, it was it was an
0: elder sister
3: that really sat me down. It was like, you know, brother, you got a lot of things right, but the one thing you're missing is that love. You know what I'm saying? And when I say love, I'm not talking about that Hallmark stuff. I'm talking about, like, lifting. I, I say love, lifting our vision eternally. She said, you know, a lot of your generation – You shouldn't have had to find a lot of things on your own. But because we got so beat up in the 60s, we were in recovery when the 70s and the 80s. When you needed somebody to tell you, we just wasn't there for whatever the reason. You know what I mean? And he was like, so we inadvertently kind of like dropped the ball on you guys. And she said, you know, so we're not blaming you. We're proud of you. So that's why I say to young people, I know that Shaki Shakur, has had shortcomings, and, ha- and I have shortcomings. So when I see my young people sh- moving in a direction that is good, I thank you on that. I- I'm like, yeah, that's what's up. You did that shit. But then I'm like, okay, now hold on. Even though you did that shit, let me tweak it for you because you- you're making some wrong moves now. You're about to make some wrong moves. And at that point is when I need the, the younger generation to say, you know what, Chaka, he did four years in prison, so if he's telling me don't go to prison, I need to stop and listen. You know what I mean? Or if he's telling me don't do it, I need to stop and listen. I don't need to say, man, that old nigga don't know what he's talking about. You know, I need you to stop and listen. So it's, it's what I'm saying. But that's very African, though. You know what I mean? Very African. Yeah. And I think if we, if we can get back to that just that African center, man, it, it, it would benefit us so much. Because manhood training consisted of men, training men. I didn't look at you as a little boy. Yeah. I looked at you as a man. You're just a man that don't know as much as I do. So I'm going to show you what I know to further your manhood. But I'm not taking your manhood and your sisterhood, or et cetera, from woman to sister. It's the same, same, same uh, psychosis. I think now what happens is because of the Europeans, I'm always bringing back to that white man. That white man is the master of individualism, by the way. So anything we're doing, mm. we're doing because he taught us. And that's not blaming for those that always go blaming the white man. Nope, that's not blame. That is clinical analysis. Facts. I see where the Facts. problem started. It's a fact. He did that. Yeah. Now that he did that, we have to deal with the repercussions of what he did. So we're uh, not the enemy. We're not each other's, other's enemies. We are the victims. We're not eternal victims. We're not sympathetic meeting victims. But a victim is someone who has been, been affected by someone else's actions. Let's be clear about that. So I want to change some of that because a lot of young people say, man, we can't blame the white man. That's that victim shit. And that's another ploy of the white man. He has put that in the game. He's like a pimp. Now, you know, whether you know about pimping, pimps survive because they teach the prostitute that anything other than what I tell you is a lie. You have nobody. Nobody cares about you. All you have in this world is me. And the white man has pimped us into believing that only he cares about us. So whenever we speak to each other, we don't care about each other. We don't know what we're talking about. So we have to change that mentality. So that's why I say to the young people, on a scale of one to ten, you had a seven and it's a strong seven. But you gotta get to ten, young people, younger people. You know, and you gotta get to ten Absolutely. by following a little bit a little older person. Stop calling me a goddamn elder. I'm not an elder. I don't have this shit figured out. Elders are people who have experienced all of it. So I'm older than you. I'm a little more seasoned than you, but I go to people and ask questions too. And I think a lot of it is because a lot of people my age pretend like we know it all. We pretend like we got this shit figured out because we really don't. We want you 20 years old to look at me like I'm the the all-knowing, the the shit, because I have a, a, a self-esteem deficiency, thanks to the white man, that I believe that the only way I can build my manhood is to perpetrate, like I got it all together, and teach you a bunch of bullshit. We're going to stop that cycle. That's it. We're going to stop that cycle by telling the truth. And the truth is, young people, we need you like you need us. We need each other. And we have to grow and learn together. You have to give me the innovative side of what's going on now, and I have to give you the history of what was. Together, we have to be Sankofa. We have to be Sankofa, and, that you... and we have to... On the past.
2: and I love that, and I, and 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 to build on that, especially to young brother, and I love what Shaka said when he said innovative. You guys have to be the innovative side and everything. That's my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what young people want to do. I don't want young people to come to me and tell me what they should do. Tell me what they want to do, and allow me to advise in that. You know what I'm saying? Tell right, me right. You know, what what plan you got, where the fight is, what what, what you're seeing, how you see it, and let me advise you in that, because I can't tell you what you mm-hmm. should do. Like you said, the game's changed. You guys are on, you know. There's different music, there's different narcotics out there, there's different social that you guys have to deal with. Cyberbullying. You guys make one mistake, that shit is international. I couldn't imagine but, the pressure when I was in high school. You know, we did stuff, and and now. It's few people that remember the stupid stuff I did in high school. Y'all do something in high school now, man. That's it. It's a rap. You know what I'm saying? So the mm-hmm. pressures and everything that you guys do are different. So, yo, rap to us. Tell us what you're going to. You know, uh, let right. us know what your particular fight is specifically. Allow us to advise you, and we can show you how that ties in correlation with bigger fighting, like what Shaka said, who the true enemy is. But if you can't articulate your fight and we get, I'm mad at you because you ain't telling me what's going on and you mad at me because I don't know what's going on, shit.
3: (laughs) You know, there it is. (laughs) There it is. And also, I I would say to this, what I will will say to this generation is, and this is where I do agree with Yanga, get out your feelings. You know, this is an overly political correct time. Get out your feelings. Everything you say is not going to always be accepted. You know, you know, mm-hmm. And you got to just understand that. Everything you say is not going to always fly. And if it don't fly, don't mean you a bad person. don't mean I don't love you. It just means that that shit you're talking right now is not applicable. Plain and simple, bottom line. You're not going to get a trophy for just showing up. You got to work and get that trophy. If you lose, you come in second place. That's what you are for right now. And we can work on being first place. Don't give up. Right. Don't, don't go in the corner mad. Don't, get, don't do that. Now, that's the difference between this generation, and our generation. We were taught that. Like, if somebody don't agree with you, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Keep it moving. Don't, go, don't get mad. Yeah. Just figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I do agree on that part with Brother Yang. You know, and I do see that a lot with young people on Facebook and on social media. The fight be because I don't agree with you, you can delete me and block me. That's yeah. not real. You can't block people in real life. If they don't agree with you, right. you have to work it out until y'all come to an agreement. You can't just press delete I'm gonna and st- go on with your life. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna start a new organization type thing, right? We we we, and these are some of the wisdoms like you're saying, Shaka. They could get from us. I agree with what Shaka's saying. You know, maybe right. we don't have to be as hard, those brothers, us warlike brothers that been raised by them oldies. We need to slow down a little bit. I know we are. I know we from that area of caving their chest in. See our <laughs> young people don't remember that. Young, they to, to say, know. young brother. You know, what caving <laughs> your chest in is my brother from Cleveland. He's so he still beast he Do
0: You know when it it somebody say
3: cave, when they say your chest in, you know what that
0: mean? mean? Cave your chest? No, I don't. Okay. Cave. See,
2: we're Perfect from that man. area. Of cave your chest in. That was a time when our big brothers, our OGs, our uncles—if you messed up, you might be physically violated. They would. Literally, almost do a cave, they would hit you in the chest to make your chest feel like you caved in. So, I, I, I have to remember we're not from that era. I'm from that era where you what known no mistakes like that, like, yo, homie. But what, what we, so there is that combination there that we have to uh, meet one another. But one of the things I will say from that era we came from, like Shaka's talking about, is if people didn't agree with us, if we lost, of uh, a, a football game or any game. We went back, we watched highlight films of the opposing team. We trained harder. We had longer practices. The coach would make us practice on Friday and Saturday, whatever it took to begin right, right. to win. We loved, We took the loss, the defeat as a lesson. We didn't blame the other team. We didn't blame the cleats and all of this. Um, so we do see that. But I agree with Shaka. It's just an imposition of more European culture because with European culture becomes a sense of entitlement and a sense of privilege. And I think that sometimes that can be dangerous because, you know, as each generation goes on, we wake up feeling just, uh, you know, like things should automatically happen and forgetting the effort and the struggle it took to get us to this point. And that's all I'm stressing is that that struggle uh, the tie to history, the way that it was done, has to be very real. You don't have to do it the exact same way, but knowing how things were done in the tie to history so that you, we can develop practical strategies for the next right. generation. You yeah. know,
0: and I, I just wanted, so I appreciate I it. Say, no, no, What's your name, brother? I mean, I, you said your, what's your name, name brother? Time, to, but, uh,
3: I was just about to ask, what is your <laughs> name, brother? We want, to keep it, we want to stay in touch with you. I was just what about is? to ask
0: that.
2: Is
3: there?
2: I mean, my boy. he may okay he's he may be there, but he may be
1: pretty well, exposed, the, right, all right young,
3: now. yeah, but to that brother and all young people, like I want y'all to I want everybody on this line really to to witness what happened here on this radio, all the listeners too, we went all over the world with this conversation it got heated it it, it, it weighs it weighs our ideological struggle that's what this is called we weigh yes. ideological struggle but what we did is at the end of the conversation, it was all brought back to a common center, a unity, a principled unity. And mm-hmm. I want people to take that lesson mm-hmm. away from this conversation. We didn't walk away like, man, fuck you, I'm hanging up. Or fuck you, shock, I'm hanging up. Yeah. Or the young man saying, mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing to do with y'all. We went all the way around the world, but we came back to being a family. We came back to understand yes. that with all that, we still got to struggle. You have to struggle. No struggle, no progress. You have to struggle through your differences, yeah. family. I mean, young and old. This is to everybody. Yes. We got to, as yes. a people, learn how to struggle through our differences. And we cannot stop struggling until we reach a point of common principle unity. unity. If you don't have that, and what, keep struggling.
2: Yep. Yeah. And I want to say what contributes to that. What I love about Shaka bringing that point up is because what you find in true evolution is to put their personal aside. You know, the passion mm-hmm. you hear in our voices when it gets heated is because it is our belief in that particular ideology. But the love of the people and the love of the truth and the love of the best me- method for the people will always win through. You know, I had to come back and say, hey, man, damn, they make some good points. It ain't about Yang it's how oh, has got damn it. Yeah. If it's about empowering the people, what is the best method to empower, to reach the people, for us to really be inspired to participate in our own liberation struggle? And when that comes to us, so we have to be able to put self to the side. And when an argument is, you know, actual factual, it makes a lot of sense to be able to embrace that, look at that, and incorporate that into our ideology. And like you said, that's where you come on a principle of unity, because at the end of the day, it is about our liberation black folk. It is about right. us Being free And that's why I say in, the, in, the, in, the, in my conclusion Like you said, Shaka, that's why I don't get mad At passionate people As long as they don't get personal right. But be passionate right. about the ideology Because you're discussing your goddamn freedom You better have some emotions right. In it, you know Yeah, <laughs> yeah be passionate you, you know, be very right. passionate why, But like you said, be principled. That's,
3: that's, and then, be principled Be principled
2: It never has to be you personal know, and,
3: Exactly, and that's why for the listeners In this show, let's talk about it We are never going to put chains on your mouth We're never going to make you feel like You can't say what you want to say Say what you feel Because if you don't say what's in your heart We'll never have an understanding Our native native nations They say speak from the heart And listen from the tongue
0: Mm -hmm. It's
3: very important Speak from your heart Listen from the tongue a lot of people don't speak from their heart. You speak from your tongue. You're trying to keep it politically correct. You're trying to make sure I like yeah. you at the end of the conversation. Or well, no, speak yeah. from your heart so that I'll know exactly what you feel and you know exactly what I feel. And I guarantee you, at the end of it all, you'll be like, man, that's a cool dude. And I'll be like, man, that's a cool person, sister or brother, whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. your principles are going to outweigh your emotions every single time. And if I don't give no other hey, absurd, I- lesson from this whole thing, that's the lesson to take home. And you know
2: what? I usually find Shaka when you speak from your heart and do that. Listen at the end of it all throughout the past. You know, you people usually say we saying the same shit. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> you end up saying I agree I, get, agree. I, you know, yeah,
2: yeah, that is right. I, you know, you end up saying <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know,
3: that, maybe is and that's what it's, maybe it's me, but ahead, brother. I
5: I didn't hear a heated discussion. <laughs> I just heard a (laughs) discussion. I didn't even hear a real passion discussion, to be quite honest. But even when he did
0: discuss this, I was like, where? I was like, did I I, 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 I miss it? it? (laughs) But but
3: that's the attitude. That really is the ultimate attitude to have. You know, there's a famous famous picture. It's a picture of Martin Luther King, I mean, uh, Malcolm (laughs) X. And Adam Clayton Powell, they were in the Teresa Hotel in Harlem. And Malcolm is leaning on the wall with his sleeve. He's got his his tie undone. His sleeve is rolled up. And he's leaning on the wall. And Adam Clayton is leaning on the other wall. They look weary. I found out the truth behind that story. The truth is, they locked, they had a, Malcolm had an office, a room in the Teresa Hotel. And they would go into this room on a Friday and lock in all weekend long. They would get room service. They wouldn't even come out the room. And they would hash out all the situations that they were dealing with, and it would get heated in that room, but they would not leave that room. And when they left that room, they left with an idea of how they gonna move forward. We gotta get into that mentality because this is a, sh- a struggle. We gotta be able to get into that mentality, and do, not only as revolutionaries, but I'm a father, I'm a man. You gotta be that way with your relationship. You gotta be that. Some of you don't have children. You're gonna you're gonna have children one day. And your children will listen to everything you say, and then they will become teenagers, and they will form opinions of their own. And you're going to have to listen to their opinions, and you're going to have to struggle back and forth to reach a common unity. doesn't mean you don't override your parents, but you have to understand that you have a voice, young people, and uh, we parents have to understand that we have to encourage you to have a voice, but respect. That's democratic centralism. You have a voice. But there is a central line that you must follow, and you must not break that central line, no matter what your opinion is. At some point, you have to yield your opinion and be able to fall into the central line. Remember that.
0: Yeah.
3: And that's all Brother Shocky, have to say for now. <laughs> yeah, that's real.
2: <laughs> that's real. You know. And that's and that's what is, you know, at the end of the day, man, that's what the the fight is for. is just for a better future. For us, better living conditions, yeah. our place, you know, continuity, man, continuance. And it's always gonna be a a, a discussion. And I like um, right. what the brother said. He's, I didn't even hear it get heated, but we, when we say we go back to the uh, what we were saying at the offset of the show in the initial in the beginning of this program, when we t those people who familiarize themselves with revolution uh, we will see that even in the so-called American Revolution, you're going to have those. When you're discussing your destiny, when you're discussing your future, right. there should not be any voice who right. has a stake in the future of black people that don't, that doesn't make itself known. I would That's encourage right. black people to be a part of every organization that deals with your 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 particular or your specialty or whatever. If you're NAACP in the nation Islam, you know, familiarize yourself with black empowerment. And then if your appetite grows, don't allow yourself just to be contained to these one organization. If your appetite grows and your desire grows and that organization doesn't feed that or fuel that, expand outside of that. We have to understand that concept of reality that there are no I think my brother here on the line is one of those people that always saying about and I love like what he says about our young people. It is in yeah, and this is what I loved about Huey. Not just young people, Huey did it. He redefined revolution. You know, right. a lot of people don't give Huey that credit for that. Just like you got Mao that took Marx, and now you got Maoism. You got Fidel that took Marx and Leninism. Now you got Fidelism or a Shaeism a or right? an understanding of socialist revolution that they call Guevarism. You got Lenin did it with Marx, Leninism, and Huey did it. I don't care if they don't give Huey. Huey, I give Huey props for defining revolution, for breaking it down into a new African revolutionary understanding for black people. Huey took and empowered the lumpen. Not since he was inspired by France for who we recognize the power in the lumpen. And the lumpen, for those people that don't know, are the people that's under the working class, the hustler, the people they call the criminal, the dregs of society, the people that Marx said can't be a revolutionary element. Mark said that is impossible for them to be a revolutionary element hmm. because they don't have anything, so therefore it makes them susceptible to sell out. But Huey said, no, this, the fact that they don't have anything make them the prime revolutionary element, and with the right politi- politicalization, make them the perfect revolutionary vanguard. That is a teaching, right. a revolutionary ideology and philosophy. But we sleep on that. So now it's our young people. I love that. So our young people can take these building blocks. You don't have to be confined by socialism, communism, Maoism, take it and make it ours Take and and break out of the walls. And this is what I do see a lot of young people doing, but I challenge that amongst themselves. Like Shaka was saying, there's always two revolutions. So that intra-revolution, that internal revolution amongst your generation, amongst your demographic. Must take place. And young brother from Cleveland, it's going to be daunting. It's going to be a hard task. you 20. you got going to have yeah. people your age don't want to hit this and that, but this is what we come here to back. You, you Said man, she don't believe me? Ask Shaka. Ask Yanga. And if right. they don't believe us, we'll take it to the original Panthers. We know shit. We'll go get, uh, you know, right, right, uh, Shaka's right. uncle, our uncle. We'll go get uh, Abu Kaha. We got sure We got original. Right. So this is where that comes in, but yo you you got a tough fight, man, and I hope you keep on listening to this show. Reach out to Shock and myself mm-hmm. and the brother on the line, those brothers I age that can endorse you. Not tell you what to do, but endorse and back you and advise you through the uh, through the process, young brother.
3: And and, and use so. this show as your platform. By the way, you know this this show right you know, on. Like Invite show, your man. peoples. You. Get get on the show and say, call, let us know. Hey, look, man, we want to talk about this. Hey, this is your show. Talk about it. You know what I mean? Talk about it. Let This is one place where you have a voice. And you'll never be told, don't say this, don't say that. No, man, let them know how you feel.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right on. You know right and on. And we right love I appreciate you that, that, man. Too, man. But
3: understand, uh, at the end of the day, we do love you. That's another thing I want to put out there, man. We're your brothers. Yeah. We're your brothers. Yeah probably old never be here mm-hmm. father. But we, we sincerely love you and I don't want to get into the corny I'll take a bullet for you. No, we love you to the point that <laughs> I'm not going to take a bullet for right. you. i you know what? Somebody told me if you take a bullet for me, you don't love me. But if you show me how to get around the bullet, you love me.
2: Indeed. Right. I'm
3: gonna show you I'm gonna show you how to get around the bullet and how we both can survive this. That's how much I love you. And I wanna
2: say this too, my brother, because I love like what, how you begin. You said, I'm in the suburbs. I'm, you know, I haven't been exposed to certain things. Wonderful. That means the efforts yeah. and the sacrifices of our ancestors have paid off. We didn't want you. We don't want, we, I, I listen, we don't, that, that situation that a lot of our brothers, and this is why I hate that the white man has control of other one because they made that real. I'm from the, the ghetto <laughs> to And I like that shit. is cool. That shit is stupid. <laughs> You know, we're promoting prosperity, success, the suburbs, that type of living. So your job is to advance that. You're saying, hey, we've made what the ancestors, we went from slave shacks to the suburbs. That is an accomplishment, an achievement in our struggle for advancement. So now you take us from just renting into the suburbs, young brother, into ownership. You see what I'm saying? You take the struggle. It ain't just about us moving to the suburbs now. We didn't did that. Shit, yay, we're there. Now, well, how about ownership? And then from ownership, production of factories. I and mean, then that's what I mean by generational protracted struggle. We got to be out of the slave shop. We're from the damn fields to the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Praise and God. I, it, that, now we need to be from exactly. the suburbs to ownership and controlling and that type of thing.
3: Right. Right. You know, because, like, just in a personal, personal note, I am the first in my family In three generations To own land You know what I mean right. that My, my mm-hmm. mother and father and all of them They did what they did So I can say this right now So the land that I own right now in Georgia At one time was the land That some of my people were captive on were forced to work Now it's liberated land So that's what we want for you We want you to get that next step up
5: Right
2: See, like Shaka's saying, now, my nephew Kamani now, I don't want to hear it. I say, what y'all done? We got the same blah, 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 of acres Dad had. Y'all ain't added 12 more? Y'all ain't built right, on it? Right. Don't sit here and cultivate what, 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 what my brother Shaka did, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to get on him. I'm going to say nephew. Right. You know what I'm saying? Same way he would be with my son tomorrow. What have you built on the legacy of your father? Oh, we got the same blah, blah, blah. blah. What? You know, yeah, yeah, each generation has to add on. I don't care if my nephews add a well, add a, you know what I'm saying, a, a farm, a whatever it must be added on to a constant elevation and expansion. You know what I'm saying? I write my rock, cool. my mansion That's what the BNC say. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yes, yes, constant sir. elevation and expansion, man. You
3: know? So, um, again, I, I, you know, if anybody on the line, Feel free to <clears throat> call in and and drive right. with Press us in. and and let us know what you think about what you're hearing and uh, feel free. It's that time? Go ahead, brother. You want to say something?
5: No, i was just gonna tell the young brother don't be don't be hamstrung. You know you're only limited by your imagination. That's, That's the only right. thing I was gonna tell them. There's yeah. some young brothers. Um, there's a company called Paystacks in Nigeria. Some young brothers in, in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Created it. It's a it's an online portal like Stripe. Stripe just bought them today for two hundred million dollars. I wish they would have kept the, the company going, but they they got bought off for two hundred million dollars, and it is the largest acquisition of any Nigerian startup ever in history. And they're Damn. young. They're really young. So um, you know, I just wanted to encourage the young brother. Don't 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 be limited, and don't don't put your mind in a box, and don't let others put your mind in a box. You're
0: I only think. limited by your creativity. Yeah. Yeah, that's yes, real. Sir. Yes,
5: sir. yes, sir. And,
3: and, and young real. brother, I want you to know that, you know, I don't know if you, you did a history of the brother, the late, great Fred Hampton, but he didn't come from the ghetto. He came from the suburbs. Che Guevara, yeah. the great revolutionary, he was another one, like you. He was privileged. He was a doctor. He had His family got him to that next level but he always understood that there was a connection between him and the people who were not where he's at. So being from the suburbs, that's a plus for you. But remember to always connect to those who are coming like you.
0: Right.
2: right. That's the connection I always say to the ancestors. That's what, what, you know, what I have a problem with, the young people. And I think sometimes just out of, I understand the message that they're sending across. I just don't, Really think they understand the deep, me being a spiritualist. The deeper, uh, you know, like in that statement, the deeper spiritual meaning. And 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 so I don't necessarily right. fault them, but I just get like, oh my god, I wish they would stop saying that. But I do understand the sentiment. And so you know, I said I let to say, like the brother said, man, that's where that connected to the ancestors come in. It is a badge on it is a plus to be in your situation. Um, And I think our obligation comes in that we realize, because, see, that's what my grandmother and them, I tell you, I went backwards from what my family was. You know, I decided to go on the streets, but I have, in Kentucky, I come from what they call a lot of black first You know what I'm saying? I don't Mm -hmm. know if you you guys know what that is, you know, black first this, black first that. And I chose a revolutionary route. I'm not going to, I will say they're not revolutionary. They're very reformist. They're very participatory and they're Republicans. They're very participatory in the government and this and that, but they, they come from a certain economic class and, and tax bracket that I do understand some of their concerns. You know what I'm saying? I'm a person that if I belong to any political party in America, if I had to, it would be Republican, but I tell black people who, if anything, if they were gonna do anything, if they participate in the same register as independent. Start making these suckers come to y'all. Quit this blind allegiance shit. Oh my goodness. That's a whole nother topic we're gonna to touch on. But anyway. <laughs>
0: right.
2: Um you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I say that to say that we should look at our, and so coming from those black firsts, and my grandmother always instilled in me how fortunate, first of all it was the obligation and responsibility to advance to the race, and how fortunate I was to receive, to be the recipient of such sacrifices. So education, though I dropped out of formal school in eighth grade, my, most, my highest formal education is eighth grade. That's why I'm not this big, you know, you do need it if you're going to pursue certain careers, please. I'm, I'm encouraging formal education, higher learning, and all of that. I'm not knocking that. But what I am saying is that there are certain social, cultural responsibilities we can put on us that will break just formal training. Like, so coming from black first and knowing the... Sacrifices my people made for knowledge, and it was your people died so you could read. Your people reading is a weapon (laughs) that white man didn't want you to read. So even in prison, I was reading
5: because it was a weapon.
2: White man didn't want me to read. You know what I'm saying? My people died so I could read. So now, so now, even a formerly eighth grade educated man, I can talk to the best of them and understand the best of them because it wasn't the formal education, but it was reading, information, knowledge that emphasis was put on. So this is why I do say that that connection, like Shaka said, is important. So even when we understand it culturally, we don't have to be reinforced and encouraged systematically. I hope I'm making sense. You don't have to be discouraged. So black people, if you didn't make it to college, don't think you dumb. The emphasis is on education. The emphasis is on reading, collecting information. Go outside the car. Go to a library. Get a library card. I was the only gangbanger I knew in my set with a library card. Real shit. I disappeared. Right. The homies be like, yo, where's little bug at? And I had a little girlfriend. She's like, I don't know, but she come to the library and get me. Boy, they looking for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yo, we must reemphasize structures in our culture that support and carry us on even if systematic understanding fails us. Even if the system doesn't promote college, doesn't make it easy for us to go to higher learning or whatever, our culture has to be one that puts emphasis on education like we did at Swinges, even if we got to steal the Bible and sneak up under the bush and learn to read at the peril of death. That type of emphasis on culture. I, I, I get scared yeah. of the uh, entitlement and privilege at times we we display. Right, like, you know, damn uh, you know. Okay, if I do or if I don't, uh, okay. You know, that type of thing can be dangerous for future generations, in my opinion. Right yeah. You we're know, coming down to the last minute, so, listeners. We coming to the last minute, so uh, we got seven minutes. Give everybody a couple minutes to uh, make some closing statements.
3: Yeah. So, what, what do you young brothers want to close? With? We let y'all close. What y'all want to close with?
0: Oh, I I do definitely. Can you also hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. I definitely um, see what y'all mean for sure, and I think that um, you know being able to see eye to eye is uh, is critical. You know, if we're gonna come if we're gonna move forward, you know, that's, if that's the goal, then obviously we gotta see eye to eye on a lot of a lot of different issues. And um, you know, I feel like the system is always it's always trying to you know it's never going to benefit you the way that you think it is. So being able to have that informal training is honestly critical because, you know, these schools are, they're painting in a different picture than what reality actually yes. is or what it was. So you got to be able to definitely, um, you know, that's, that's like one of the big things that I'm trying to get into more actually is I'm trying to, uh, you know, read up on, you know, the different things that happened throughout history that, you know, you don't always, read uh or you don't always learn at school, you know? Um right. and I think like through that 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 helps me at least to see the bigger picture, I guess. Right on. Very
3: good. Very good. Right on. Right on. I you know, um we're talking about education like genga. A lot of our generation left school in like the 8th grade. You know, a lot of us left school, left formal school. And I went on to educate myself too Believe it or not, I went back to college at 45 And I went on a Like a dare, really, just to see And what I was amazed to see is when I went back to college Everything that I was learning Was stuff I had already learned So what I took out of that is There is a man, Dewey The Dewey system uh, I forgot his first name But he taught that it's called the banking system And he taught that What you learn in life Is like a bank and deposit. You deposit your experiences. And then later on, you draw those deposits. You make a withdrawal and you apply it to the current situation. That's what real education is. So just remember that. Everything you learn is a part of sure. your banking system. And as you move forward, you're going to make withdrawals all the time. So if you never enter a school building in your life, you're learning. Every day you're learning. So take everything you get and understand. Every book you read, every conversation you have, every image you see is a part of that banking system. And that is true education. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen,
2: brother, before we go, we tried to catch you. What's your name, Cleveland?
0: Yeah, I'm going I'm to reach out to Shaka with a um, Facebook message, and I'll get y'all. Uh, I'll try to link in with y'all. Yeah, cool. your what name name, name, what should we call you on the radio
2: What's program? What's your name?
0: Oh, my name's yeah. Eric. My name's Eric. 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 Eric, E-R-I-C. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. All so right. We, you know, I used to run that Cleveland. Me.
2: What side. You on West side, East side?
0: I'm actually on West side now. I go to i U. I'm a student actually, but I'm from okay. the West side. Oh, okay. Yeah, you from the side. west
2: side talking about suburbs. I'm I'm east sider, 105 between Superior and St Clair. You know what it is? You sure? I'm from that okay. hood. <laughs> so I knew he was from the west side. That's not It's it's different in Atlanta. Like shocking down here in Atlanta, the west side is the hood, and the east side yeah. is decayed the and better. In Cleveland, it's right, opposite. Right. Cleveland, the east side is the is the crunk, and the west side is a little right. more, you know. Uh, uh, A little more upper uh, upper echelon. Yes, man. You go to the east side, man. You know, it's a trip. Hey, listen. We we appreciate everybody listening. (laughs) Right, right. Cleveland in itself is cursed. You know, they say Cleveland is cursed. They say the Native Americans curse Cleveland. Turtle Island is what they call it. So Cleveland itself, that's a whole other story. So we're going to have uh, Eric back on and, and tell us about how he maintained sanity in an insane environment. Listen, we appreciate everybody. (laughs) We appreciate everybody for listening in, man. Check us next Tuesday. You know what it is? Let's talk about it. With that, I'm gonna leave you like we greet you. Wakusu, wake up, clean up, king up, queen up, and definitely stand the hell up. Stand up.
3: That's
0: right. Right Right on.
1: Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl and one crib, one god to show me how to do things in sun dead pure Like a cup of virgin blood. Mix with 151, one sip I'll make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. who I'm gon' body this hood politics, acknowledge it. Leave bodies chopped up in garbages. Seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us, roll up and try knocking us. One knee, I just could it?